Since the dawn of time, man has reached to obtain that which seemingly lies just beyond his grasp. Reason, enlightenment, understanding. It is said that the game of basketball can provide this fulfillment, but only to those who devote themselves to its principles, to a higher purpose, to end smart basketball. Yeah, it is, it is unfortunate. Tony seems like he's going to be unavailable to join. Sounds like there was some possibility he may may have joined. He says he, he, he was interested, uh, but he said he has volleyball, and he said maybe later in the week. So, uh, so, you know, we didn't turn him off too much, which I think is a good thing. He play, he's, play, he's playing volleyball tonight. Playing volleyball tonight, That's yes. Playing volleyball. I, I wonder, so he, he got done at what time? Did you say 9.30? He said 9.30, but then uh, I believe he said that he would like to go to sleep after that. Which I wonder how, know. you know, does he go home? Does he take a shower first? Or does he just like, is he so exhausted that he just crawls into bed and passes out from the volleyball? Well, how long are these games? Do you know, is it like an hour's worth of volleyball? Or is it I have two no, hours? I have no concept. I really don't. Because I think it really depends on how many hours of volleyball you're playing as as far as how much sweat, true, and filth that's building up, and this is a uh, indoor volleyball, I imagine. It's got to be. be indoor. Yeah, if it's sand, I'm not sure why I asked that. Yeah, sand volleyball would be a, a game changer, and I have seen some indoor sand volleyball um, courts, but that would be the only excuse possible. And I, we were musing earlier before the uh, I hit the record button about how he probably lives within five minutes of a volleyball arena or, or venue he's surely playing his life around that uh, because he's you know the closer I, you are to volleyball the happier you are i think that's I, that's what i heard him say once i think that's how he uh decided to buy his house actually exactly yeah um so this is going to be the 23rd episode I don't, i'm not sure why we're counting other than it's kind of funny because we have now more podcasts posted than followers that's right and that's right very proud of that, and this is going to be the gambling episode. I'm not, I'm not really sure why I, I picked that. Maybe it's March Madness is on, around the corner. And what else do we do during this time of year except wager on basketball games? Except gamble. Why not? What, yeah. a, what a brilliant time of year to gamble. I, of all the so times is, to gamble, this is the best time. This is the best time to gamble. The <laughs> What we decided to do was... We just started talking about. It's like we we're having a phone call, and and, and um, we just started talking about wagers for uh, you know basketball, college basketball wagers for tomorrow. And let's let's give it some thought, Bob. You're you're on you're on Nebraska, and I'm I'm trying to figure out why. Because wouldn't you want to be on the other side? <laughs> I mean, I, yes, I don't want to be on Nebraska, but my numbers are telling me it's good. And I will say, I will add that I feel like Nebraska is just getting no respect lately and rightfully so because they have been awful right now they are 15 and 14 um they've lost trying to count here three four five six seven eight eleven of their last 13 games they lost by uh 29 points last thursday who would get nebraska right now no no you're right You're, you're, you're you're exactly right nobody in their right mind is betting nebraska the only problem I have with that is I think the line is actually kind of low. Like, didn't didn't they just get? Weren't they getting twelve at at Michigan just a couple days ago? Yeah, now they're getting fourteen at Michigan State. And I think we can all agree that Michigan State is miles 
ahead of of Michigan at this point. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, Miles, I think, is an exaggeration. But I think I'm going to channel my uh, inner Joel here and uh, throw out a jangle here. Michigan State is uh, playing at – I'm sorry, they're hosting Michigan on Saturday. So we've got the old look-ahead angle here. Um, it's a trap game. Look out. Huskers only lose by 10. I just don't see it there. I mean, I think uh, this kind of leads into what I was going to to toss around was there's there's um, you know there's a handful of different styles of, of sports betters, and I think I would put you into the the numbers guy category. Does that sound right? I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Anytime that I try to play like a, a logical that seems logical angle, it fails. So numbers only. Numbers only. Like is it like you literally have no no gut no. Uh, you know, none, none of that inner gut instinct. Not, you know, I do, I, I do with horse racing a little bit more. I don't really have it. I don't have it with uh, sports betting. I feel like, oh, I feel we're, like we're saving the horse. We're saving the horse talk for for next week. Uh, okay, Just so right. you know. I feel like, uh, I feel like with my numbers and your gut, we've got something. But I don't, I don't have the gut. I don't got it. I've always kind of felt that way about you, but still, I feel like that's. I think you're you're like this is a perfect example. Like, why wouldn't you just not bet this game instead of? Like, you don't have to take Michigan State here. No one's holding a gun to your head. Yeah, now, but, if someone's holding a gun. You know, yeah. they're, 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 you know, there's the proverbial <laughs> gun to your head. I'm not really sure, like, how many situations like that have ever actually happened where someone's asked with a gun to their head, "Hey, which team would you take?" <laughs> I'm sure it's. But here I am asking you. Really, you think that that's happened? Like, in what, in what situation would it warrant pulling a gun and asking somebody? <laughs> I, feel, I feel like you know, uh, back in the day, I feel like I envisioned that happening on a Vegas trip. Like we're walking down an alley, and some guy is like, <laughs> he's like, "Give me, give me your papers." When I was walking around, like the papers, but, the lies. <laughs> Oh, wait, just, you, you, did you just say that somebody was going to mug you for your papers? With being like, What's on these papers? What do you mean? You know, back in the day before we could take smartphones into the book, and I had, like, the printouts of my okay. lines for everything. So you had all, the, all of your lines all of your lines published on some, some paper, and you were worried that somebody was going to come up to you in the back alley, <laughs> you know, like maybe behind the stratosphere. And, yes. I mean... And yeah, I would put a gun say, to your head. I would say worried is less of a correct term than than kind of like uh, excited for the opportunity to okay. get mugged for my college basketball prowess. And to truly have a gun to your head. But do you think they're actually just asking you, or were they, are they just going to just take the sheets? <laughs> I think both. I, I, think, I, think, I, I think in a situation like this Nebraska game tomorrow, they'd be like, wait a minute, you bet, okay. you bet this shit? Nebraska plus fourteen? You kidding me? And then they'd put the gun to my head Very and get, and they'd Very say, good. "Really?" So I've got so so I have you as as the stats slash numbers guy. I guess there's there's no real difference. You're the numbers guy. You're, yeah. You know, there's uh, yeah. And then there's the there's the action guy. So there's a guy who doesn't really put any thought into it, other than maybe he'll. Like, what's the typical move of an action guy? Like, they don't really care who they have. They just want to find a reason. I guess that's what it is. They just need to find a reason, whether it's their friend suggested it or they heard something on the news. 
well, you know, maybe someone someone got hurt. I think I think the telltale sign of an action guy is that he's betting on like whatever game is on TV that night. So it's like that's right, TV guy. Okay, yeah. But I almost wonder if that's different than, but I think that's different though. There's there's TV guy because that's one reason about a game. It's on TV. Yeah. But then there's action guy who's like, I need action on this game, whether it's on TV or not. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, why is I'm not sure. Maybe. I mean, I'm trying to think of a situation when action guy wouldn't be able to find a game on TV and he still feels like he needs to buy a game. Well, that's that leads to one of my uh, my next discussion. It's like, how far would you go to watch a given sporting event? Like, let's say you've got some money on it, and and you're just trying to figure out. You know, how am I going to watch this game? What's your What's your first, like, what's your chain of command when you when you when you're trying to watch a, a sporting event? Like, what's your first? I think you just got an antenna right now, recently, right? Uh, yes, I do have an antenna, so I can watch uh, CBS games now. College basketball. Now, now, do you do you prefer to watch over your antenna, or do you prefer another? Is that like your, is that uh, your first? If the, if the game is on antenna, I can I can watch live in full HD. I'm doing that. Um. There's not that many games like that these days, though. So then, after that, I'm going to the Roku, um, looking up like the the ESPN or Fox Sports app there. And uh, after okay, that, okay. So you're I'm, going you're going yeah. antenna streaming device. Okay, N- number yeah. three. What's what's your third? What's your third go to when, when your Roku I'm going, fails? Then I'm going to the underworld of the uh, World Wide Web. Whoa! You go straight to the dark internet. Okay, let's let's hear more about this. And, and you know, I'll be honest. Sometimes I'll watch it on. Uh, the internet before the streaming device as well because let's let's face it I've got a couple kids sometimes they want to be on the TV and uh, it's easier to let them do that and watch on my computer than the other way around okay but how do you find these these dark dark net dark web feeds you know I'd prefer like, not let's say I'd prefer not to talk about that really? for them yeah. it's not it's not illegal is it uh, I don't know you tell me. Okay. You don't know. <laughs> Can we get our lawyer on the line? I'll, yeah, I'll have to consult our our, uh, our our general counsel on that one. I'll get back to you on next week. Thank you. Um, okay, so that's so you've got three. Okay, I thought you had maybe like a like a fourth, like that went before you went to the to the dark web. Uh, I don't think so. I think in, in a lot like, of no, like, there's literally nothing that you can find on the Roku that can't. Sorry, I guess. If, if like what, what else is it ESPN? What else is on the Roku? Fox Sports has a lot of stuff because they have okay like Fox. I forgot Ten. Fox is on yeah. there. Okay. okay. Um, they also have uh, what's that awful station that carries the really bad games these days? Uh, it's not. It's like not Stadium, is it? It's a uh, man. There's there's Stadium is one of them. There's Pluto TV. That well, it's on Pluto TV. It's like a station oh, on okay. Pluto, and I can't think of what. Maybe I really it's, sound like I. I really feel clueless about this. Like I feel like when I was younger, I had a pretty good handle on the, on the number of, of, you know, and and the variety of TV networks. Like I knew all about you know the the, the big four, the ABC, NBC, whatever. And then you had ESPN, and then you had right. like maybe, but like now it's, you just told me you just what you said just blew my mind. You're saying that Pluto TV is is a member of the Stadium Network. Stadium is like a channel on Pluto TV. I feel like. Okay, I'm pretty least, sure. Yeah, I have no idea. I, I really don't know. You're, yeah. you're you are you are professing to me because it I is it is. I can absolutely. confirm. Okay, good. All right, I feel better about that. Okay. Um, so you're on Nebraska. 
Yep, Nebraska. You're, just, you're, you're confirmed on that. What uh, what's what's next on your list of your laundry list of of picks that will be published after the games are are done? Because I'm not going to post this podcast until tomorrow night. Good. Uh, Virginia Tech plus four is next on the list. Okay, I can buy into that. I feel like I feel like they've had that injury guy. That, that what's his name? Morton Robinson. He's, He's been, been injured long enough. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. In, in Florida State, I mean, uh, they they're like the they're on a roll. I mean, they've won five, six, seven, eight, ten of their last eleven games. Um, but they're not. I don't know. They're not. They're not better than Virginia Tech. This so. is some pretty uh, pretty good analysis. I, I feel like whenever I talk to Sean on the golf pod, it, he just sort of leans on his numbers and just repeats like the same. <laughs> the same, uh, you know, statistics for each golfer over and over, and doesn't really say a whole lot besides, yeah, he, you know, tee to green. I'm, I'm, try, I'm trying to give the classic analysis here, right? Yeah, this is yeah. really classic. It's like you went to broadcasting school in 1985, and <laughs> exactly, and, and out came Bob Wothy, and, and here he is giving right. us the. Is it Andy Katz or Bob? I, I can't, I can't quite tell. So where is where is Andy Katz these days? He's not on ESPN anymore, right? He's on like Big Ten Network. Maybe, yeah, that sounds about right. I didn't know he wasn't on ESPN anymore. He was kind of so. the, the their main go-to college guy. I thought, why would he be demoted or fired? Yeah, he was. Uh, he was laid off in 2017, and uh, yeah, he is. I didn't on, know that. Okay. Yeah, he's on the Big Ten Network, I guess. Yeah, good for him. Okay. Did you just say good friend? Good for him. <laughs> oh, I thought, I thought you said he was your good friend. That would have been. That would have been a lot more fun to, to hear about. I kind of wish I you would have said yes. I wish, yeah. Huh. Like, how do you think you could become Andy Katz's friend? Like, if you're not, if you didn't, like, go to high school with him or if you weren't in college, like, how do you become Andy Katz's friend? What's your what's think, your approach there? I feel like at this point it's probably doable. I mean, he uh, he's a Wisconsin of uh, Madison grad. Um, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I feel like it could be done. He could get. He, we could get him on the pod. Probably not. What's the next? What's the next game on your list here? I think Vatek was a, f- a fantastic mention. What else? Uh, where, where, got, where are we going next? I am going to uh, the MAC conference. And Northern Illinois, plus four and a half, at Central Michigan. What? What's the? So you just referred to the uh, the Joel angle earlier. And again, uh, Joel is our. Uh, I think he runs the boards and from from his house in Milwaukee, and uh, doesn't have time to actually call us <laughs> calling on the show. But so you gave a jangle. You're going to give us a bangle. Bangle. Um. Uh, I guess I just feel like Northern Illinois is is not very good, and <laughs> they aren't very good. Okay. And how, how do you? Is that just so? You're just so, what you're saying is your numbers are saying this, and you have no idea. <laughs> yeah, this is what I do not okay. have a coherent okay. angle on. That's fine. I'm okay with that. I think that that's fine. I think as long as you just say that instead of just dancing around the fact and trying to pretend that you don't know. Let's skip. Let's skip that one. Yeah. That I've got nothing on that one, and the last one. I'm but you're betting it, though, right? I'm. Be- I bet it. I bet it. Of course. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm, again, I'm a slave to the numbers. Walk up to the clerk's desk and get a ticket. What's the next? What's the next one? 
Uh, gonna close things out here with Utah State minus six and a half. Which is an I like that one. Which is interesting. I like that one a lot. They're on the road at Colorado State. Colorado State is not a good team. Um, this is the last. I mean, he, in fact, I feel like I'm making a case against Utah State here. But this is the last game of the uh, the regular season for Utah State. They just beat Nevada. Um, obviously, a very good Nevada team on Saturday. Um, there's really not a lot of uh, motivation, I feel like, for Utah State. Okay, you just that you just gave a long-winded version of but, let letdown game. That's what you just said. Yeah, I think so. But on the other hand, um, I, I feel like Joel would say here Colorado State has nothing to play for at all, whereas Utah State is potentially playing for, you know, like a. They could be an at-large contender at this point. Um, they're 24 and six, so they've got to take care of business here. So in that regard, they've got something to play for. Colorado State doesn't, and they're a lot better. Do you really think Nevada is on the fringe of being a, a, a bubble team? Nevada? If they don't win their conference. Yeah. Um. No. Aren't they have virtual lock. Like, isn't there? Like, hasn't? Uh, well, I, the bra- I, haven't the bracketologists spoken? So, so Nevada's 26 and 3 and a lot of their early season wins that like looked pretty good at the time have turned out to not be that like they beat Arizona State when Arizona State was like a top 20 team and now they are far from that, you know? So um like USC they beat they beat uh BYU which isn't a great win anyway, but you know, if you look back at their schedule, they really haven't beaten anybody. So, I, I don't know. They're probably in, but if they lose in, like, the first round of the conference tournament, I don't know. I mean, I think they're in. Maybe as, like, a... I don't know why I'm talking about this, because I really don't know anything about college basketball besides <laughs> your numbers, but they feel like a 7C, but I feel like I could be way... Like, I could, they could be as high as a 2. Oh, That's not true, because you're yeah. right. They don't have any wins, but... I, feel I think like, they were trending towards that if they had like if they hadn't lost more than one or two, if they had gone because they were undefeated for a while weren't they? Um, they were, yeah. If they I, had won all their games, they'd be like a two or three seed. Right. Yeah. At one point, I proclaimed that they were going to go undefeated, and then like a few days later, they lost at New Mexico by. Oh, there was lots of chatter on on Kenpom.com about that. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of chatter. So anyway. Did yeah. you know? So you you sort of gave me when you sent me this this list of games that we're now talking about. You um you gave this disclaimer of you you weren't sure about the location of all the games. Oh yeah, they because you know the conference tournaments are starting, but we're in the we're in the lower realms where they play their first round games at home, so there shouldn't be any concerns there. Well, I found it remarkable that I was I actually decided to cut to, to check this out beforehand. Just to try to find like a, a calendar of all of the the conference tournaments and their games and their locations, and there there is a sort of an alphabetical list of that. Yeah. But if I wanted to, to like you know to see hey what games tomorrow are where, like if I was a super fan and really wanted to just like drive to these locations, <laughs> I'd have I'd have to actually click into each each website's like each school's schedule yeah. to verify that. And who wants to do that? It's pretty painful.
And there's like six or seven different sites that seem to copy the same information. They just put it in different formats, and it's just that alphabetical list. It just seems really lazy. Yeah, I agree. It's it's hard to find good information. I was really hoping to. I'm kind of tired of us agreeing uh, when we get on these these recordings. Of being you were way too friendly. What I'm trying to get at here is we were um, bickering the other day, and this is, was mostly just me being a just a real you know thorn. You know, but but the the value of the uh, the half points and and the you know compared between what we what we're able to wager on and and what's available through what you would like to call a sharp sharp uh, sports book. Yeah, yeah. You know, what's your criteria for what a what's a what's a sharp sports book? How do you how do you determine that? It's a, a sports book that uh, has higher limits. It's a sports book that. Uh, has a reputation for being sharp, right? Back in, back in the aughts. So you're so, you, so what you just you said two things, and the second thing was 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 actually the funnier thing. <laughs> but you're you're telling me that from ten years ago, you think that that information is still like nothing's changed. I'm, I can still say whatever sports book in two thousand nine was my go-to for that information. I can still say that ten years ago, later today. You know, I, honestly, yes, and here's why: because when you think of like the five dimes, the Bodogs, all of these, all of these sports books that you see advertising somewhere on the web. Those are books that, like, they need the business, they need the the uh, recreational betters. You don't see that from a place like Pinnacle, and that's because they have enough volume from big betters to stay in business. Okay, I just still, I still have a hard time following that because how, how do you know this? Like, how do you know that that they have large? volumes of customers like what's your what's your data source on that if they if they didn't they'd be advertising just like the other guys what i just don't okay you're so you're saying because they have they they, they they get the most action and their lines are are sharp enough where they can accept two sets of sharp wagering groups like one really you know and this is where i get confused like what how is that clientele able to predict a line better than your other your average sports book? <laughs> What's the secret? I just don't understand that. Like how? If they're taking more because yeah, the other the other sorry the other, the other thing we don't know. Well, I'll just say one more thing. The other thing we don't know is like what are their limits because it's well that's what I'm saying. They're they're taking more money. Their limits are higher than a five dimes or a, a bodog or. Um, are they though? I mean, how do you know this? Because they don't advertise. You're saying because they don't advertise, they they are raking in all this juice, which is a reduced juice, of course. Too, they offer the lowest um, on most thing. I think Five Dimes actually has been coming in with better better juice. If we're gonna like talk, you know, industry freaking jargon here, but that's not that's just not true. On sides, Pinnacle has lower juice than Five Dimes. Um. And they can, and Pinnacle can do that because they have the volume to do that. And, and there are also times when Five Dimes offers a line where Pinnacle does not. That's true. That's true. Which which would lead me to believe that um, Pinnacle realizes that their lines are not as sharp as they should be, and that their clientele would beat them to submission. Ergo, they don't offer it. Pinnacle is is where it's at. Man. I just don't believe it because I, I and, and again, um, 
I just don't. I just don't buy it. But but I guess you just. I mean, I'm googling. You say it, it is because that's the way it was in 2009. Okay, that's I'm, great. I'm googling it right now, and I can find a number of resources to prove my point. Um, and then, from and what I, tw- I, 2010? I, no, I would encourage anyone who has uh, working knowledge of the internet to uh, to go find out how I'm proving my point here. So yeah, I actually, I, I did Google this earlier, and I didn't really come up with it. I did run into an article that read like an, an Onion article, and it, it goes like this. <laughs> it's on this. It's it's actually pretty interesting. It's CNBC uh, published a story in 2017. Headline: How gambling software helped one amateur make thirteen hundred dollars in twelve days. Thirteen. This is a C. <laughs> yes, yeah, CNBC. It's it's almost like. It, <laughs> it reads like a like, like, if you're you know I don't know like on a a pyramid scheme website. This is kind of the thing that you would see. That sounds pretty you'd, funny. You'd see like an, you know an advertisement of how to win money in X time <laughs> period, and and this is what this is. And except it's only thirteen hundred. Like he, this guy didn't win tens of thousands of dollars. He literally won thirteen hundred dollars. <laughs> right. That's that's pretty funny. So it's clearly an advertisement, and um, let us really tell you what the name of a song. Okay, Sports Insights. Here, here we are. Free advertising for Sports Insights. Mm-hmm. But Sports Insights dominated the. Um, they obviously are search engine optimized. Yeah, good for them. I mean, I, I, if you look this up, Zach, you can find exactly what I'm saying is still out there. So I don't know what. I don't know why you want to fight about it. Because anyone, Send me the URL. Anyone can go out and see that they are still the the top dog. I mean, and honestly, if they if they needed the U.S. market, they would be in there. They don't need it. They've got enough volume, man. Send me the URL. Stop talking oh, about it. Oh, I'm tired of hearing about it. Man. Well, our listeners want to hear about it. <laughs> Doubtful. <laughs> All right, man. All right, man. All right, I guess I'll read that later. The other guy um, that is in this list of you know types of of sports gamblers, the the narrative guy. That's the guy who's who's always got it's, you know the, the jangle, the bangle. You know they're <laughs> yeah they yeah. have they have that that sort of and I'm not, and I think for a lot for a lot of those cases they're actually pretty sound logical arguments. Like what was uh, what's one of Joel's better. Was it the home home underdog first half? Yes. Yeah. Where uh, is the, he? Wait. Hold on. Is he okay with us talking about this? Is this going to violate our? Yeah. Uh, the theory. He's off the theory for now, so I think he's okay. He's actually there's a there's a specific parameter that I'm not going to share. It's uh, related to time of year that the theory works, but that okay. Um, I'm not going to share that part. But basically, the theory is that. Um, you bet the first half under on games where the home team is a slight underdog um, because the home team comes out um, with a little bit more energy. They're ready to pull an upset, um, which helps their defensive effort, but their shot is a little bit off because they're they're too keyed up. So, which, I don't know, it makes sense to me. So I think I'm trying to figure out what your your hidden narrative is there in there. Is it is it like a bobblehead thing? Is it a... Is it like a promotion? Is it um, <laughs> well, day of the week? Or actually, does it have to be like a Thursday? I was going to say, uh, I actually think that's a bad example of a narrative. That's more like a, I don't know. You're, you're right. That's more of a trend. That's yeah. the trend guy. What I like, Sorry. I, and I, I think my favorite kind of better is a narrative guy. 
because it's the most fun to concoct and get behind. Uh, like one of the like a narrative would be, for example, um, that just that just occurred and didn't work out, but I liked it was uh, when the Bucks went to L.A. a couple nights ago, and uh, the idea was that LeBron wanted to prove to Giannis that he's still the top dog in the league. And uh, was going to go extra hard. Also, possibly not so happy that Giannis was going so hard in the All Star game early on. So, um, okay. So take the Lakers, which didn't work out, but it looked good for most of the night. That's the funny thing about the NBA is I, uh, which I don't, I don't personally put put money into, but I feel like the games can change on this on the flip of a switch. And yeah, yeah. SafestBettingSites.com. I didn't ask you for the safest. I was asking you who's the sharpest. Just, just read the link, man. Read the link. This is, this is, this is the whatever. <laughs> this is terrible. <laughs> this looks like Home Depot's website where I'm trying to like purchase a shop vac, and it's trying, it's telling me, you know, it does these three things, and then it, it has three, you know, red X marks for not having these options, and that's what I'm looking at here. They're the most efficient market in the world, with their massive betting limits and nearly endless action. But it's not available to Americans. Like, if you're an American, so you're telling me that if you really wanted to make a a Pinnacle account, you would could you could go do that right now without problem. No, but I'm not. I'm not a professional better who who bets ten thousand dollars a game, man. If I was, I would. But you could be. So let's let's imagine in a world where you were, where would you where would you be betting? What's your what's your plan of attack? I mean, I'd be. In the Caribbean somewhere, I suppose, right? Why not? So you would just literally, you would literally just move. You would you would physically move yourself to that locale. Yes. Why not? I mean, I think at one point we. I don't even know if I should be talking about this. We we've discussed <laughs> we've discussed other ways of doing it, but I think I mean if you had the means to 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 bet like that, why would you not live in a in a nice place on a nice island and just do that? I don't know. I mean that sounds like a fantasy. Like what? Do, what do you mean? How do you get to an island where you're just wagering on sports and and living from that? What's? Uh, you make friends with a a well-to-do lawyer in Florida, and okay. you convince him to uh, allow you to wager his money. Okay. Yeah. That could that could work actually. I could see. I could see our council going for that one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What else we got, um, Bob? Uh, your that, that's all your bets for the for tomorrow, which listeners will be will be, yeah. will be will uh, be this evening, which has already passed. We're recording this Monday evening, and this will be published on Tuesday. The uh, what else? What? Oh else? yeah, the um, yeah. Sorry, I've got this long list of things here to talk about. I, I just can't stop talking about about gambling. But what's your favorite? If we're talking NCAA brackets. What do you like when you enter one of those? Like, are you more of a just straight tally? Like, who pick who gets the most teams right? How do you you know the ones where they wait towards the final four? Maybe um, what was the format you did last year where you where we did a in fact you know what I forget what our format was last year because you changed it every year. What was last year's format? <laughs> I think I've actually been pretty consistent where I I offer. Uh... The ability to basically it's a salary cap game every week and so you've got three sets of picks and you get a hundred dollar budget and you get to pick teams 
that fit that budget. I feel like it was different last year for some reason. I feel like you did that for a couple of years and then you switched last year, but maybe that's that's beside the point. Maybe so you're not even you're not sure. <laughs> what's your but what's your favorite format? If you I feel, you surely have had one favorite that you've you've played, um, or maybe you haven't because you keep changing the format. So you uh, are just continually right. continually looking. I think I mean. There's, I have two answers. Number one, my favorite format is along the lines of what Kegel does, where you predict all the possible outcomes and, you know, see what happens. Okay, so that's your favorite. Yeah, I think that's, I mean, I don't know if I agree totally with the way they score it and the way they, the way they run it, but that's, to me, like the most realistic um, way of, you're the best representation that you know what you're doing. Um in practice, though, I'd like to do a Calcutta one of these years, but I don't think that's going to happen either because I don't know enough people who are, have that kind of interest. Remind me what a Calcutta is. It's it's basically you can buy you basically buy teams, right? And then um, you, so that sounds like the format that I just shared with you from the uh, RotoGuru.net. I didn't read through that, so. But okay. that, that's you, yeah. You buy teams, I think. Okay. I didn't read much of it. It just it just, it just sounded cool because I, I hadn't heard of it before. Yeah, it, but yeah. You like you buy you literally, and it ends up being like a cash auction basically. Um, and then the payouts become a percentage of the pot, and yeah. I mean, to me, that's to me that'd be the most fun. But again, I don't know. Why is it called Calcutta? Do do many do auctions of that type exist in that in that region? <laughs> um, I you don't, don't know the answer to that. I do don't you? know. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. I think actually, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. It originated in uh, Calcutta, India, where this technique was first recorded by the colonial British. So there you have it. I'm glad I was able to uh, stall while you press the. Uh, Thank you. The, inter- the internet button on your on your computer there. Exactly. 